going to be a good show. We're going to talk a lot of World Cup stuff. The Green Ranger died. I don't think I talked about that on the last show. Yeah, suicide. He's unalive himself. Uh, so we'll get into that. I got a lot of soccer stuff to talk about. A lot of TV history. We've been gone for two weeks. But no more. Welcome to the show. Color I see that you maintain the status December 7th, officially here everybody welcome to the show this is keith pazel you know what we do we're gonna be here watching tv and just dicking around we got a lot of dicking around to do we've taken thanksgiving off and that's quite frankly enough i'm gonna fade the music out and we're gonna get right into it we got a lot of holiday television you know we're live just like the chat says we got the chat up on the screen here the president of the chat james bailey or, as he's known in the chat, as I am a lobster man. It's a fun name. It's a very fun name. Let's get some TV in here. We The the World Cup has been happening while we've been gone. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. This is my favorite time slash kind of least favorite time of the year. Because everyone, you know, the 364 days of the year, they despise the game of soccer. And then the second the World Cup starts, they unfurl their 23andMe test. And that's how they rank the national teams. Uh, but the United States is cooking a little bit, you know. Uh, so you got to you got to root for your for your interests. The uh, the U.S. didn't make it in the last World Cup, so I fucked with people, and I'm like, yeah, I'm rooting for Belgium, and they're like, oh, you part Belgian, and I'm like, no, I like waffles. Uh, and they have Romelu Lukaku, uh, who missed a goal today, really let his country down. <clears throat> that was that poster we saw today, Larry, who who hit the post. Yeah. Uh, he did do it twice. So we got Home Alone on right now, which is always a holiday favorite. Nickelodeon got the Fairly Odd Parents. That's always a trip fest right there. Fairly Odd Parents is one of those shows where, like, you wonder why your kid got addicted to pills. It's the Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, yeah, a lot did happen while we were off, including the death of the poor death of the Green Ranger, which we'll get into. But we'll get into a little channel surf here. 
Oh, yeah, and the person from Stevie Nicks, Catherine McVie, but, you know, as long as Stevie Nicks is okay, I think we'll be fine. Ooh, we got a Lethal Weapon 3 here on fucking, uh, on... What is this on, uh... Uh, bounce. This is bounce. This is low-grade BET stuff here. But my thing... So here's the thing with the World Cup. Is... Uh... Everyone, when this time comes around and it becomes the time to compare the footballs, I feel like people immediately start off on the wrong foot in trying to compare our football, American football, to that soccer. And they try and do it on like a TV rate. Like the initial, they'll be like, well, more people watch the NFL and the NFL makes more money. And like, you know, that's kind of an unfair argument because the NFL makes. They more people watch the NFL on TV than anything on planet Earth, like the NFL by exponential amounts, maybe not exponential. That's a, a large increase, but like around seven, 14 to 17 million people watch Sunday night football. Uh, I haven't seen I could look up the daytime ratings, but I'm guessing around 20 watch during the day. So around 40 million people collectively, it might even be the same 17 and 20 that go into Sunday night football from day. Um, but that's like so above and beyond what anybody watches on TV. It's an unfair comparison to make because the next sport below it, which is college football, gets like eight to nine million. So, I mean, the drop off after the NFL is quite incredible. Uh, so that right away, you're getting off on the wrong foot of trying to compare soccer to the NFL because it's just kind of designed to be like Amazon or Netflix or like one of these giant conglomerate corporations that just absorbs other small stuff. Like, and a lot of people's opinions of soccer, I feel like is ingrained by just the style of country we are and like the quote unquote American exceptionalism ideal thing. Like before the great depression and world war one, soccer was the number one sport in the United States because most of the people that were in the United States or immigrants from other countries, direct, generation one shit, fresh off the boat. So their sport was soccer. They played soccer. Uh, there was this team in Chicago called uh, Sparta Chicago that were all Hungarian immigrants. Uh, and teams from Hungary would regularly come in and Sparta Chicago would fucking wreck them. And then World War I happened. Uh, and the well, both World Wars. Was the Great Depression after World War II? Yeah. yeah. Wait, no. It was before. It was before, yeah. So World War One happens, the Great Depression happens, and everyone kind of blames Europe for a lot of shit. And equally, it becomes very popular to rebuild America, American shit, American products. And that's kind of when American sports first popped off. Uh, was in like the 1920s because that's when people really got behind the like we got to become the greatest we're the greatest country ever and like we we're probably hype on world war one because we swooped in and won that shit too so that kind of tipped the scales um so i just think yeah it's it's an unfair comparison and it's just two different sports like you could argue i mean they're both it's stupid to like they're both just dumb sports like it's dumb to get so heated about everything but you know i feel like the things that people nitpick about each sport are the things that people enjoy about said sport you can say that the nfl is just 
barbaric people's heads clashing. They're killing each other for money. Uh, it's a lot like the, the, the Romans used to do at the Colosseum. Very barbaric. Uh, for ultimately, I mean, you're going to make a lot of money, but you're going to be fucking murdering your family by the time you're 52, putting a bullet in your chest. Fucking Martin Luthering a note to your chest about how fucking your brain's working. So, and then you can argue about football. Oh, it's boring. There's not a lot of scoring. That's usually what people hang their hat on, is there's not a lot of scoring. Um, and that is the one I could push back on, is when people are like, soccer's boring. Because you could argue that uh, you're smoking some animal face. Ooh, that's a good... What's my weed called? In the chat here. What was this called? This was called like raspberry onion or some bullshit. I ripped the sticker off. But it's good stuff. We got weed here. Um, I had all these talking points written. Um, but let's go to the TV a little bit here. We'll, we'll get back to my soccer argument. So this is Lethal Weapon 3. This is when they were really trying hard. 1992. I didn't realize that the first Lethal Weapon was so old. Because I was kind of fresh during Lethal Weapon 3. This was new in my eyes. But in my head, all the Lethal Weapons had come out five years previous. Yeah. License? Yeah, jaywalking? Yeah, jaywalking. I don't have it on me, okay? I wasn't driving, okay? I was walking. Why do I need a walking license oh. now? Like that shit. Oh, 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 Haley also shared with us her pre-show rituals. Honestly, her like, just rituals. get sleep. I drink a lot of water before I, pretty much anything. It's Man, about stars are so boring now. We were talking about that earlier, actually, about how, like, <laughs> <clears throat> they were talking about some fucking indie star, and he was like, you know, like, Sufjan Stevens, and he was talking about how he, like, plays till eight, jumped like he's out till two, jumps on a bus, like, about how ragged his life is, and then... Harry Styles and all these new pop stars, they're like, I get 12 hours of sleep, I fucking get a steam facial directly after the show, and like this, it really is, I feel like before being in a band was all about kind of like, the rugged aspects of life. Like you were probably, like people, when the, when pop stars start getting like high-end lifestyles, you usually get made fun of by like the rock and roll people, like Jack White probably makes fun of Taylor Swift. I mean, God knows he ain't doing anything to his face. He's fucking pale as a goddamn ghost. He ain't doing any self-care, that Jack White. But yeah, they just asked that girl, like, what's your pre-show ritual? And most people would be like, you know, I fucking... I inhale the things out of a fucking whippet container. Like, you know, the, the whipped cream container, you inhale a little bit and you get high, like... But she's like, you know, I read a book, I relax, I pray. They're so safe now, these stars. Little classic Dick Van Dyke. I joined the military. Harry Styles eats a well-rounded, acidic meal beforehand. Anti-acidic. Although he just fell off the wagon. Harry Styles just fucking 
Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Is this like a commercial for act for adopting people? Are we adopting blind homeless warriors like the dogs? Will you remember me? Sarah McLaughlin wouldn't offer her fucking tune for this. Alone. They need your help. Fucking Trace Atkins. Need Wounded Warrior Project. I'm the only one donating to this shit. $15 a month. I was ready to give up. And the Wounded Warrior Project showed me that there's still things out there for you. I have extra four and a half days in my life because of the... But the United States goddamn government should be fucking honoring the warriors. What the fuck are you putting this on us for? The citizens. The workers. Programs and services that make life-changing differences for warriors and their families. Fucking warriors. We physically left the war, but we live and deal with the war daily. I'm going to need help for the rest of my life. Please continue to... I did not see the Alex Jones interview with Ye. At all. I know he did a Tim Pooler. Um, let's watch the Alex Jones interview with Ye. Why don't we do that? Let's get the clips. I mean, I know the whole one ain't on YouTube, but we'll see what we get. Yeah, the last name fits. Jack White is very white. Let's see here. Uh, let's see if you AL if the first thing they Alex Jones. Who the fuck is Alan Walker? Some lib? Is that some lib version? Okay, let's see. We got a New York Post clip right here. Praises Nazis. <clears throat> You're not Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Why is he wearing like a fucking... I he looks like a like he committed 911 about Hitler also the Jew I love everyone I'm done with I the mean, classifications every human being this is like a little boy who's playing pretend like I'm gonna play cops in wabos and go on Alex Jones like who dresses like that he's wearing the 1995 and one jacket that's wild like he looks like he's got a voice like there's a at exactly 7.30 p.m., I will lock all the gates in your house. Like he's announcing the purge. Has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. <coughs> I mean, it's the classic, he had some good ideas thing. Oh, let's click it over. Go to the next clip. Somehow stuns Alex Jones. <clears throat> George Bush doesn't care about black people. There's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. Oh, Kanye West has it. had one hell of a fall. He really emphasized it. He goes, I love Hitler. Yeah, that's fucking doubling down. So I have a few. I don't want to watch your video. I want to watch the clips of the thing. Oh, we got a whole two-hour fucking... Why is he dressed like that? Oh, is this some guy's fucking podcast? That's all YouTube allows. Here we go. So it looks like that's the one thing people are clipping here is the I see 
good things about Hitler. Um, yeah, that's wild. Why did he dress like that? If you're going to praise Hitler, don't dress like uh, a, a terrorist. That's rule number one. Wear a tuxedo. You might have seen him in a nightclub. <laughs> Don't worry about that, so You know what It's funny going from fucking uh, the Jew hating to the most Jewish show on planet Earth. I mean, more people know me as who's he than Jackie Brewster. <laughs> we have no problem there at all. I happen to know Mel has never been in a nightclub in his life. Never been in a nightclub. I hate him already. <laughs> well, I don't think... You think they were doing it in a nightclub in the Dick Van Dyke era? Fucking amyl nitrate? Probably a big popper era? Alex Jones says, you don't mean that to him. Oh, he just says, you don't mean that. I love that that's how that's like the take, like the right is trying to save him, but also just use him as a ploy to get back into the public. Because really after that election, their fucking, their message really did fail. Like no one cares about trans people. Oh, he doubled down on it. I really like stuff but you know he probably got hyped up he was in full character i feel like that's the full the the final stage of anti-semitic kanye is like it started slow and then he started going on more podcasts and more podcasts he walked off tim pool show uh for tim pool slightly pushing back on him and now he's in final boss stage he's hooded kanye with a, an An One Fubu jacket, and he's just full on loving Hitler. What a time! What a time to be alive! And he's gonna drop another album, uh, probably on LouisCK.com. The only thing, the only place that's gonna take him, only platform that'll take him. That's certainly an unusual name, Mr. Brew Yes, it is. See if TMZ's talking about a lot of this nonsense. Situation ends so well. Right, love and hip hop star Erica Mina. And I know, like, a I love the voice they use for TMZ. Let's see what Carrie Ann Conway thinks about anti Semitism. Take it away, Carrie. Kanye paying 200k in child support. Safari's only forking over $4,305. Who the fuck is Safari? happy with and now people are calling her out people have been saying you know everybody that makes money shouldn't really ask for it is that is actually his donda outfit wasn't he wearing a bulletproof vest for donda that said donda on it people though it is kind of hard when you put it on tv for everyone to watch now all of this financial burden with my children is on me is four thousand really not enough it's all relative erica minna feels like just because she works that he should be doing more the judge will only award what the other person can afford you can't say to somebody this is harvey's fucking where harvey really fucking shines here a year in child support you just can't do it exactly and in the end we i mean i've tried these cases for Christmases. This is the time of like, that's why Hallmark really does come clutch because everybody complains that they're so bad, but really there's seven good Christmas movies. So Hallmark really did have a nice place in the world of like, you know, we'll do Christmas movies for you. It really is just like wallpaper. Okay, listen, if you get one, you might as well go back to Home Alone ski Mobile.com or your local Spectrum store. Disney on Ice is hitting the road, and you're feel like Home Alone is loving the commercials. Experience the coolest new adventure with your family and all your Disney friends. 
College basketball season started. How do we feel about that in the chat? Yeah, that probably is the Donda style mask. He didn't even bother to cut holes in it or anything. We know it's you. Maybe he think that's where he's at in his mental state. He's like, if I just cover my face, they won't know it's me. He's like, uh, Mr. Fucking Bubbleface or who was that artist? That did, uh, Mr. Brainwash or whatever the fuck. Yeah, dude, Deshaun Watson coming back this week. What do we think about that? Only took football-related questions. Um, they should have just figured out how to make, like, talk about the women like they are a football. You know, when you... Okay, so football-related questions. So when you take this football into your hands, are you going to force it to do anything, or are you going to do the actual play? Love actually is celebrating 20 years. Well, that's fucking huge. Sequel. They actually did do, like, a... Yeah, it's a Valentine's Day one. I don't even know if it's a whole movie. Isn't it like a short? No, 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 not that one. I'm saying the guy who made Love Actually actually did like a 20-minute Love Actually Part 2 that was like for 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 Red Nose Day. That's what it was for. Yeah, but they got some people from the original in it. Like, Rickman, I think, was in it, and Emma Thompson. Yeah, Hugh Grant was in it. It's a great movie. I think that's one of the best romantic comedies ever. It's absolutely a Christmas movie. It's It counts down to Christmas. Yeah, that's, that movie counts down to Christmas. Hallmark counts down to Christmas, and Love Actually counts down to Christmas. Love Actually is everywhere. All around. Fucking Hugh Grant shaking his ass during that. It's a, I mean, it's embarrassing to watch. It's, I mean, iconic. I don't know. Green Lantern. I feel like they're really rolling through the old DC movies because this new DC movie universe is, is starting to roll around. So they're going to fucking really cycle through these old movies. And they'll probably gain some cult status. That's the fucked up thing about people is when this new DC movie universe rolls and people like it or hate it, maybe it'll suck. I don't want to give James Gunn the total benefit of the doubt. But people will look back on this and be like, you know, it wasn't that bad because they'll be able to look back on it with the eyes of like, well, we, we have something good now so we can actually go back and watch these without any real judgment. Green Lantern movie I never really saw, but I do hear it's quite terrible. You know, they probably just weren't there as far as graphics go, and I feel like they put the Green Lantern powers in, like, the, the forefront of this, and they really shouldn't have. You know, there's more heroic aspects to, to the situation here. All right, I'm pulling up some topics here. Open up World Cup. Stay here. No problem. I think this is where him and Blake Lively met, if I believe. 
she really is like a perfect facial person. Oh, she's stunning. Like she has like a perfect face. And and people who have that stunning model face, they all have that voice. They all slightly have that like, hi. I kind of talk like this because I stand up tall for the runway. So have you been watching the World Cup then, Bailey, or is this just like you don't give a fuck? I mean, it is on at like two in the morning, five. And it's like it's over by noon. So you're probably not super up on it. But I've been fucking balls deep in the World Cup. Saudi Arabia fucking caught a win. Which is insane. Uh, USA playing Netherlands. I heard that the king or whoever the fuck of Saudi Arabia gifted all of the uh, winning players Rolls Royces for winning one game. Like, imagine, though, what he would have done for a loss. I heard that Iraq's national team, because Saddam Hussein's son was like the head of it. I don't know if he managed it, but he was like in charge of it. I heard he used to burn the bottoms of their feet with cigarettes if they would like perform poorly. This is why. This is why. See, Ryan Reynolds just shouldn't be a serious heroic guy. He's Deadpool. He's a smartass. He's talking about eating box. And that is so clearly CGI. This looks like She-Hulk. The man story is running away. Everyone must clear the streets immediately. Police emergency. Everyone must clear the streets now. That old broad just getting left alone. They're just trampling her. I would be more not running and being like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, Mexico is out. That's how I think another thing that people would find annoying about soccer and the way they gear American sports is American sports is so definitive. They hate ties. There were ties in hockey and it kind of borderline killed the sport. And now they have overtime losses instead of ties. It's like hockey's version of a tie. So a Mexico going out is wild. So they win, I think, one or two to nothing. Still don't get in because they needed to win by three. And then if they would have scored, like it would have come down to yellow cards if it came. Like, there's just so many things where it's just like, all right, who's got the longer fucking toenails by the end of it? And that decides it. I can see how if you grow up watching American sports and you're used to definitive beginnings and endings, how, you know a team advancing on a draw could seem boring, but it's all about the game. Like you got to watch the game. One thing I butt heads with a lot of, I've heard people say this, if soccer is sucks because you don't like, you can walk away and not miss anything. Like you can walk away for 20 minutes and not miss anything, but that's actually completely false because they don't stop the game. There's no commercials. That's why the advertising's all over the field. I think I read something and I'll look up here. That in a three-hour football broadcast, there's like 15 minutes of actual football played versus a soccer game, which is 90 straight minutes of action. They might not score, but the getting close, it's the journey to the goal that gets exciting. I've had heart-pounding 0-0 draws. As long as they got scoring opportunities, that's what it's all about. So, how much football is played during 
three-hour broadcast. Okay, so this is 538 from January 31st, 2020. <clears throat> An average NFL broadcast lasts well over three hours, yet it delivers a total of only 18 minutes of football action. Um, that's boring. So, I mean, you can talk about the NFL being more exciting, but, I mean, you're watching huddles, you're watching timeouts, you're watching commercials, you're watching coaches talk into their fucking thing, you're watching announcers bullshit for 20 minutes at a time, you're watching them fucking call out fucking hikes for 40 seconds, and then they hike the ball and it's like 12 seconds of actual play versus a soccer game, which is straight up heart pounding action until halftime. They take a 10-minute break, and then they come back out for 90 more minutes, plus injury time. That, to me, sounds more exciting. It's harder to play. You need to be more athletic. And another thing people... And it always comes from... Obviously, these arguments are from our culturally, because uh, I was listening to something today, and they were shitting on soccer. And it was very funny. But their whole argument when someone would try and defend it is like, in movies, the, fo the like football player... The American football player gets the girl. And it's like, yeah, in American movies. But if you watch a British movie, the athlete is always a soccer player. So, like, that's just a ethnocentric argument, if I could use that phrase properly, if, if that is. Um, and I just think they're just two different mindsets. Like, and, and it really is shamed out of you early. Like, because of, like, how powerful the NFL is, and I do feel like there is this kind of secret, wink, wink, like, let's make fun of soccer. Just shame it out of people. Because I remember, like, sports comes from a lot of, uh, like, camaraderie. You usually watch it with your dad or something like that, or your, or your family, and when you watch soccer as a kid, there's no connection. Like my dad would make fun of me for watching soccer. It's like, what the fuck is this? I don't get it. Like there is, is an immediate, like, why are you watching this type of thing? And that immediately kills the growth of soccer in this country. Um, and NFL fandom is different. It's kind of sold to you. Like the NFL really is just a store that also plays a game. Whereas a lot of the soccer teams in Europe started as like lunch break, like fucking people worked at a fucking bullet factory and they'd play soccer during the break. And then another factory created a soccer team. Like all the Premier League teams started out as like work teams for whatever job you had. So it's not so much like soccer in Europe, like it started pre-professionalism whereas i feel like american sports started out with the idea of we're gonna make this professional like they saw how many people showed up at a baseball game one day and some fucking capitalists were like oh we can charge people to do this and make a shitload of money and they were right whereas in england it was always just something fun to do and they actually bucked against professionalism because all the rich fops played soccer and it was this big fucking elitist thing amongst themselves and they didn't want the poors to be better and make money like you know if if we make football professional all these poor people that are good at it 
will become as rich as us. And we don't like that. So I just feel like it's two complete different mindsets. A lot of socialism in soccer. A lot of revenue sharing because there's only like five good teams in the entire fucking... In all of Europe. So, so like... I don't know. I think you can just like both of them. But it does take time. There's a lot to fucking... Uh, and like the NFL is just easier to to digest. It's 16 weeks, and then you got a four week playoff. It's over. Soccer is pretty much a year round thing because it's 38 weeks plus Champions League plus World Cup every four years. Like it really never stops. It's it's an exhausting uh, thing, and I think that's why in Europe other sports haven't been able to bloom up is because there's never really an off season. Like in America, we've scheduled it to where when one sport ends another one begins it kind of just like uh layers into each other man that mask looks awful job requires that i that i travel is he floating with him she got be away for a while away never gone you know it's bad cgi when like his real face looks fake You know it's him. Like, does it look that much weirder? That's really cool. <laughs> it's not cool. It's not cool, Blake. It's a very simple effect. Oh, look at that kiss. That was an aggressive one. Went in wet. Really finished it. it was a good finish on that smooch. I'm gonna go look for trouble. Go back to Home Alone. I do want to look up some numbers here. That fucking looks awful. So I do want to look this up because one of the arguments I was hearing earlier is like no one watches soccer. And I don't think it's going to be up there with the other major sports, but I think you will be surprised. And how many people wake up at like 6 in the morning or 4 in the morning to watch their Premier League team. So let's look up Premier League ratings for the U.S. Okay, so this is 2022. So f NBC platforms averaged 507,000 viewers per Premier League match window. And there's like... So that's per match window. Let's see here. That was up 20% over the season prior and doesn't include Peacock only in Spanish language teleclass. A network record dozen Premier League matches topped 1 million viewers in 21-22. Um, so, like, I think that would shock people. Like, if you were, like, you know, close to a million people wake up at 4 in the morning to watch Premier League games. They'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Um, and then another argument is no one goes live like the MLS is terrible they they never get people to go to the games like they you couldn't that was the problem with the thing I was listening to earlier is someone would try and refute them shitting on soccer but they would refute it wrong like someone called in and was like multiple MLS teams play in NFL stadiums and they sell it out and then he named LAFC 
And the second you name a wrong one, you've shot your argument in the ass because he did name the Seattle Sounders who do play in the stadium that the Seahawks play in. And they might not sell it out, but they come close. Like they get 40 to 50,000 people in there per match on the reg. But the Sounders have been perennially great uh, for so fucking long. Um, MLS crowds. So yeah, Major League Soccer attendance. So as of 2022, an average attendance of 21,033 per match, which is great for the MLS because there was a moment where a lot of the teams were folding because no one was was going. Home Alone is the first movie you saw in theaters? Man, that's fucking classic. I think the... What's the first movie I saw in theaters? I don't even know if I remember that. One of the first things I rem like, man, I had a blacked out childhood. I definitely remember seeing Batman Returns in the theater, and that's 1992. Um, I think my Aunt Jojo took me to see saw something in the theaters, but I don't remember it. So Batman Returns might have to be listed as my first. I... I think I technically saw the first Batman because I was two and I think they took me with like in the drive through, but I don't think that counts. Uh, so we're going to go Batman Returns. Um, the chat smaller so I can read this. Um, so a crowd of 73,019 spectators watch spectators watch the inaugural MLS match for Charlotte FC. Uh, setting the new record, Atlanta FC had the highest average of 47,000, and it's followed by Charlotte FC and Seattle Sounders FC. Uh, LAFC sells out their stadiums, but it's not like capacity. Um, so yeah, Atlanta United has to fucking add seats because they have a 42,500 capacity, and their percent capacity is 110 Charlotte FC, the average was 35,000. Sounders averaged 33,000. Uh, and then Nashville, an average is 27. Uh, Charlotte and Nashville, like, they got a lot of hype behind them. <clears throat> it blew my mind when I found out that Daniel Stern was the fucking narrator of the Wonder Years. Because they don't sound the same. Like, he's got, he, I feel like he puts on a more serious voice. When he's the when he's the dad in Little Monsters, you can kind of hear the grown up fucking Kevin Arnold in the Wonder Years. Hey guys, check this out. This was one of those movies where fucking the wokes on Twitter have been like, "Please give me a gay Kevin McAllister and his boyfriend, or him him and his boyfriend are fending off fucking villains." Like, what can we not? Please give me a Home Alone where Kevin McAllister's gay son is defending himself from villains. Like, they just want these people in movies to have queer kids. I get it, but like, man, they're not real. Why don't you wish fucking uh, Macaulay Culkin fucking pipes out a gay boy? That's more likely. There he is! Like, even the Fresh Prince, that's how that started. Like, someone on Twitter 
was like, please give me a serious ass Fresh Prince where nothing's funny. And it's just like the most serious wild show ever. And some dude was like, okay. And then Will Smith saw it and was like, let's make this shit. Let's slap this together and fucking get it going. Just flooding basements around town. We outsmarted you this time. See, what if this movie, this is how you make it real. You fucking, uh, you have them go through all of this, and when they open the door, they just, like, it just goes black because they killed them. It's just like the end of The Sopranos. Burn his head with a blowtorch. And smash his face with an iron! I can slap him right in the face with a pig! I love how they had to go childish, even for their threats. They're just like, what do you say, Mauve? What do you say we dump an anthill on him? Just like all these childish ways to kill somebody. Let's cover him, in, cover him in honey and set some bees on him, Harry. Come on, let's get you home. Another thing I saw that they're doing is they're redoing National Treasure, but with Zendaya and a whole group of people. That's how powerful the draw of Cage was. They couldn't get Nicolas Cage. They had to get a whole crew of fucking misfit colored peoples. All sorts of spectrum fucking variations. It's going to be kooky. But it probably will do... I From what I saw in the trailer is they're going to really throw a lot of fucking... Of the things when he would see letters and clues. It's going to be a lot of that shit. A lot of them figuring shit out. Comedy that's fun for the whole family and has to be seen in theaters. <clears throat> so people do go to MLS games. Theaters. What I'm saying, long story short, and we'll close it out, is leave, leave soccer alone, huh? Leave the Queen's game alone. Deals so good, you can holiday your way. Only at Target. I got a load full of paprika, garlic, black pepper, and salt for the all-new bread and free black and chicken. fucking love this commercial, dude. I love how everyone in a Popeye's commercial has to be a sassy Cajun person. Let them try. Introducing the new... Like, most Popeye's are in the suburbs, dude. Are there even Popeye's in Louisiana? Hello. I saw you move in, and I wanted to welcome you to the neighborhood with some homemade biscuits. Oh, that's so nice. And a little tip. Geico could help you save on homeowner's insurance. Hmm. Cookies. Uh, biscuits. Biscuits. Hmm. Is there a little nutmeg in there? Oh, it's my mum's secret recipe. You can tell me. It's a secret. Is it cinnamon? It's my mum's secret recipe. Call Geico and see how easy oh, saving Joe on Oh, So he actually bit Joe Pesci, now he has a scar on him? That's fucking wild. Bet you he doesn't let him fucking live that down. Eh, frigga frigga frickin' bit me, fucking frigga fr I guess he had to, the frigga fraggas in that movie come because he actually does cuss a lot. So for him to be able to do the role and not cuss, they had to do the frigga frigga because he kept slipping and saying like, fuck shit, bitch. Feels like a tree. That Joe Pesky. A place of many wonders. Ooh, let's watch NFL Slime Time. Got you, ID. It's NFL Week 13, and the Miami Dolphins are packing up for a big trip. Miami will travel over 2,500 miles. Aside They're still doing all of these kids' shows via Zoom, and I can't handle the audio. Let's get these kids compressors and fucking an audio Comorex bricks. Take on the 49ers. Colts fans all know that they're running back Jonathan But like that is not even a fucking blue Yeti she's talking into. She's talking through the fucking mic of her MacBook Pro. And it's unacceptable, to be quite honest with you. 
championship in the 100 meters twice. His fastest time ever was 10.49 seconds. Now that's flying. I'm Mia B, and those are the facts. Okay, Dylan, it's party time. Look at Nate Burleson just fucking having the easiest job ever. Right, and last week we took on Ace of Cakes, Duck Goldman to see who could pick more game winners from three NFL matches. See, I would hate doing these shows because only the barrels of slime are real around them. Like, they're surrounded by a green screen. <clears throat> Ooh. My voice got snotty like my Aunt Jean. All the smoke, all the women smokers in my family, all their words tail off with phlegm. A mess. Team Slime Time does it again. A perfect three and up. And now we're ready to take on our next challenge. That's really all you got to do in sports broadcasting now is just throw a lot of sass on your words. Three and oh. That's always the mark of a good pop star, too, when you're fucking doing hand signs for the lyrics of the songs. Like, as long as you love me. I saw the white dude from Backstreet Boys do that, and that's when I knew that was the move of, like, he did the thing when they were talking about listening. He did the ear thing. Oh, I think I ran out of battery. Did I run out of battery? Hang on, I gotta go to break, guys. I fucked something up. We'll be right back. The Minnesota Vikings! Three games, three winners, and you guys know I'm gonna be wearing that play. Jax came to play, but I know you got us. Right, Deal? Of course, Nate. This week, our picks are right in this spaghetti and meatballs, Nate. I'm ready to eat. Not so fast, Nate. Okay. We gotta prep. All right. First, the awesome sauce. Oh, you getting saucy with it. And now, some cheese. Oh, yeah. All right, go crazy, Nate. Okay. Yeah. This looks good. I'm going in. Okay. Twisty. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like your technique. Well, you like to get all the noodles in one bite. Yeah. I think I got something. Okay. Our first pick is... The Seattle Seahawks! Let's go! Yeah. All right, Nate, you're up. It's time to add some meatballs. Now that's the perfect place to find pick number two. All right, you got some over there. I got some over here. That's the grandmama's recipe. Yeah. Hey, yo, Dylan, I think I got some. Yeah, I got it. Our second pick is the Dallas Cowboys. Let's go! For our final pick. It's time to join the clean plate club. All right, let's clean this plate so we can get dessert. All right, we're coming hey, back. Hey, hey. It's slipping, Dylan. Oh, I apologize, everybody. Sticky. What a terrible show this has been. What an awful return show this has been. My whole football thing got cut off. I was at work today writing all this down, being like, this is so smart. I'm writing this down. I'm going to have such a coherent football talk. Soccer talk, and the second I hit live, I forgot everything I was gonna say about soccer and football. Okay, don't move, slime timers. I'm big Nick. I really thought this was gonna be a better episode, but News it's not. Coming up. 
From now on, your troubles will be out of sight. And he swelled up quick. I kind of love how no one is yet figured out. Like he's busted two criminals, multiple counts, and no one's been like, "Hey, kid, where are your parents?" <clears throat> he's purchased presents. They're under the tree. I this the end of this movie used to make me fucking collapse crying, and my family didn't get it because they're like, "It's a happy ending," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's why." I feel Kevin. You know how fucking terrified I'd be if I was alone for three days? Like, the first day would be dope. And then you're, you know, got these two fucking morons trying to break I mean, in. We're on the road 48, 49 weeks out of the year. We hardly see our families. Uh, you know, Joe over there. Gosh, you know, he's, he forgets his kids' names half the time. Ziggy over there, he doesn't even, he's never even met his kid. Eddie. Quiggy and Biggie and Ziggy. Write a book about him. And tell me, have you ever gone on vacation and left your child home? No. No, but I did leave one at a funeral parlor once. Yeah, it was, uh, it was terrible, too. You know, I was all distraught and everything, you know, the wife and I. We left the, the little tyke there in the funeral parlor all day. All day. You know, when we were back at night, when, you know, when we came to our senses, and there he was. Apparently, he was there alone all day with a corpse. Oh, yeah. He was okay, you know, after six, seven weeks. What a fucking back-to-back -back choice. Yeah. Christmas <laughs> Vacation and Shawshank Redemption. Back-to-back. -back. Is this a Christmas movie? <laughs> I've never seen this movie full all the way through. Committed to decorating the house. I'm gonna do it right, and I'm gonna do it big. I didn't realize that the fucking that's Johnny Galecki from fucking uh, the Big Bang Theory. You might be overdoing it, Dad. Russ, when was the like last? That son of a bitch had a great career. He tried to make he, that cocksucker tried to make us feel bad, like fucking he had nothing after Roseanne, dude. You were Russ Griswold, bro. You have to check every bulb. Hell yeah, Rip John Candy. Fucking, I think Home Alone was one of his last tris. John Candy was the first guy I ever heard of that, like, just straight up died from being fat. Like, there was no drug addiction, just ate too many steaks. I hope he falls and breaks his neck. I'm sure he'll fall, but I don't think we're Got a lucky. young Elaine Bennis. The young shipping heir. Heiress. Let's go. That guy's voice sounds like a fucking a dub over a Latino voice. Let's go, mommy. It is wild. The, the Heights suburban dads fucking will just scale their houses. Like, they, fig they own it. I'll fucking, I can handle it. Like, there are multiple times my dad was just so inebriated on the roof where I'm like, how the fuck are you surviving this? We should be playing the lottery. The odds you're fucking breaking through here. And you know what? I never saw Uncle Buck. I'm not a fan of Uncle Buck. I've tried watching it. I get it. It's a young Macaulay, <clears throat> but I don't know. 
Fucking Mrs. Raymond here. Get into a little fucking Hallmark Christmas here. A tale of two Christmases. Every last detail covered right down to the party poppers. But my coat is... Oh, your old one's in the front. The plot here. Thanks to some holiday magic, Emma gets to experience two different Christmases. One where she stays in the city and celebrates with a new crush and his friends. And one where she returns home for the holidays. They've been getting more mystical with these fucking Hallmark movies. This one's a lot of more time machine type of shit, like switcheroo type of stuff. They're involving witches now. Mm, everything smells so good. They love a food truck in the Hallmark world. Down task. Yes. Love a list. <laughs> you know, it's funny how things work. These little cute towns, the only thing they can fit are the little cute trucks. Together, even though it's sort of our first outing. Outing? No, I consider this a date. It's a fucking date, bro. I'm gonna fuck you after this. What, really? Because I thought the same thing. I was like, why doesn't he ask me out? Or should I ask him out? Oh, look at us now. Yeah. You know I'm not wearing any underpants under this suit? Yo, Christmas tree. How lovely are that French. I love that song. You know, the original lyrics didn't actually refer to a decorated tree. Instead, to the fur's evergreen quality as a symbol of constancy. Wasn't until the 20th century that Christmas was added. If you're ever talking small talk with someone and one of their points starts with, it wasn't until the 20th century. You know, they're a weird, creepy More guy. History buff. It wasn't until the 20th. And then he's gazing at a fucking kumquat. All those needles to clean up, ornaments to take down, dragging the thing out on the sidewalk when you're done with it. All right, all right. I, I, I hear you. I hear you on the needles, but... You should really try getting a real tree sometime. I mean, the smell alone. It's scientifically proven to create calm around the holidays. Oh, mine smells calm, all right. Mine smells like lavender. <laughs> That's weird. Mm, okay. Yeah, it is weird to talk about what yours smells like. Back when I was a kid. Oh, um, so, home. Yeah. Okay, so we need to get party poppers, dinner roll. Party poppers? What kind of party are you having? What is this, Fight Club? Has charcuterie with six different cheeses. I see, I see. Organized by refrigeration. Yeah, I, I do the same thing when I go to the farmer's market on Sundays. I appreciate that. My friends always tease me for being overly organized. I don't know why. But uh, yeah, I gotta check out that farmer's market sometime. Well, maybe we could go together. I could cook you dinner. I gotta buy a new pair of leather gloves anyway. They have a farmer's market booth there. Oh, look. Spanish chorizo. Spanish chorizo. You just say chorizo, bro. There's no other kind. Want some? Got it at the gas station. Pass. How many of those do you eat? Many as I want. That's why I got the family pack. Many as I want. I do hormone replacement therapy. Joe Rogan talks about it. That's wild. No one in the Hallmark world listens to Rogan. It's the world people want to live in. Well, you know, the fancy clothes, the design. That's why Candace Cameron Bure left. She wanted to have a, a Hallmark world where Rogan exists. Came out of the camp. 
Hmm, well, people change, Drew. <laughs> Who put this here? Was it you? Huh? Where the fuck did the Santa come from? Holy shit! I looked down and there was no Santa Claus. You got just some old weirdo ringing a bell there? Santa? You probably- Even the fucking Christmas ringers in the Walmarts in my neighborhood weren't actually dressed as Santa Claus. It was just some asshole in a Santa hat. Ringing his bell. Wow, you must be so happy to be home. <laughs> oh, this place looks beautiful. Cool bow. Is that your city look? What? No. No, no, no. I really like it. Is that the guy from Identity that played the fat killer? Is that what he's doing now? I saw you in an orange grove. A harvest bow? Ooh. Oh, a Valentine's bow. Oh. Yeah, I think we're really on to okay. something here. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm going to let you two brainstorm while I grab uh, some salt. Yeah, no. I'm going to go take out this bow. So, when we... Ooh, holiday hearts on Hallmark. Yeah, murders well, no, not normally. Mysteries. I'm the accountants, but I'm... Movies and mysteries. I always said murders and mysteries. Wouldn't that be great if they had a channel with murder in it? Just the ballroom. Huh, well, lead the way. No. Well, planning an annual Christmas party, Peyton is forced together with Ben to care for a friend's daughter. You're going to find out on Christmas Eve. Look at that fucking, it looks like she's glowing with that sweater. Told me or her mom. Ah. Uh, but I'm sure it's going to be great. I am positive as well. <laughs> yeah, let's take a smoke break. That's a good idea. Let's take a fiver and we'll fucking, we'll do this. And the big magical holiday theme for this year's party is... Nothing. There is a kidnapped van. with no windows. There's some things I wish I didn't know. I worry about the pretty ones and sweethearts. They seem to show up in the paper missing more than us. Don't think it, it's just a fragile sack of blood. Yeah, you are, but it makes it difficult to buy groceries when you're, you're hiding. I worry about the burnouts and the wet red eyes. They seem to show up in the paper shot by cops more than us. Right here. 
I rest my twitches, I worry about the ghetto kids. Show up in the paper under a flag Much too much history when you come back.
that down. Coming back. see those options one more time clear and wait for it got the tone of doing it well let's see those options. was he doing crowd work at the fucking tree light science ceremony clear multicolored two perfectly good options i say we welcome take back to the second half clear. ladies multicolored we have and ourselves gentlemen's. a tie it looks like the tiebreaker goes to peyton canada that means you're the tiebreaker peyton canada the entire Fate of Christmas rests in your hands. Do a little something real quick. Ash there falls we over go. the crowd while she weighs her options. Lily, drum roll, please. And the winner is clear. Okay. And So we have new graphics for the TV League, uh, and I understand these might be a little hard to read at first. Um, but these are it. So I'm going to, what I'm going to do is, uh, I'm not just going to tweet out the top 20. I'm going to tweet out all one right now. There's 169 shows. Uh, and then in the second TV league slide, uh, we have the rest of the shows and then the broadcasters championship over here on the right. Uh, and I think I'm going to, what I'm going to do is take screenshots of each of these columns. I'm not going to tweet out this big ass fucking thing. Um, cause it's 6,000 by 6,000. I mean, this is a high res. You can make this your computer wallpaper if you wanted to. Um, which would be great. We make it the whole country to make their computer the TV league. Um, but let's get into the numbers. Um, ooh, TV league one is fucked up. All right. So here is what we'll do. Do you want to get into the standings first or the week by week breakdown? Uh, and then we get into the standings and I'll, I'll let you answer in the chat. Man, I think that's what fucking really Hallmark banks on with these movies too, is Christmas music is kind of like the most licensable. Like you just need a guy with a Femi voice singing fucking, you will get a and you're gay. <laughs> Those socks are really ready to go up in flames. I mean, you don't hang a stocking that low in front of a fire. I need a theme for the ballroom, and I got nothing. I mean, I am stuck. And there's so much fringe. You got the socks. Both those sweaters are just going to go. These. And the thing is, this is really, really important to me. This is my chance to show everybody that I'm more than just an accountant. I want to be an event planner. And this is my chance to prove to everybody that I can do it. I love Hallmark movies because they really do make people have pragmatic dreams. Like, it's always like, I just always wanted to film, fulfill my dream as a wedding events planner. Like, it's not, they're not shooting too high for the moon here. It's always been my, my dream to live in Alaska amongst the moose. I don't think that's going to work. But I guess it couldn't be worse than what I'm doing right now. Right. Right. Why don't you just have a little fun and... You finally see that I'm seducing you now? See what happens. Oh, 
there she is. I miss Daddy. Yeah, I bet you do. Well, the fixer and his knee up tomorrow, and he'll be home before Christmas. Yeah, he just needs a couple more days for his leg to get better. You know, once when I was probably about your age, I spent Christmas with my aunt, and she got me a little Christmas tree of my own. And she- I'm like into the movie. No, I'm just pulling the points up here. I think I'm going to take the standings down because so much has uh, happened in the last week or two. It would take forever to actually break down the like, this got first place on this day. This got first place on that day. But if you want me to, I will. Once upon a time, there was a reindeer named Humphrey. That'd be hilarious if Bailey fell asleep already because he's stoned. He swam. Why is the v-neck so far back down? I think she's wearing that sweater backwards. What if they made her put it on backwards because it showed too much cleave for the Hallmark audience? Just wear it backwards. You'd rather look foolish than sexy. So uh, after a couple weeks of movement here, we now have... What is this? Five shows that have hit the 1,000 mark. So Rick and Morty still leading the pack at 1,365 points, but that lead is whittling down. House of the Dragon is coming close at 1,255 points, followed up by Game of Thrones at 1,072 points. And then Grey's Anatomy closing out strong with that midseason finale, and people, I think, have been streaming to catch up and watch that finale, especially with the announcement that uh, Meredith Grey is gone from the show. I think starting like next in February, the season premiere, like the mid season premiere is her final episode. So that definitely means in the off season, they wrote what is going to be the future of this show. Um, so this could be a swan song TV league season for our, our Grey's Anatomy. Uh, and then number five is Yellowstone at 1008 points. Uh, I think that's getting a nice little kick from the new season starting. Everyone's aunts and uncles getting fucking hyped for the stone. What are you doing up there? Nothing. What are you doing? Uh, this uh, dollhouse that Ford ordered for Lily. Yes, if we... You've literally been wearing that shirt for four days. What do you think? You for it? You bet. <laughs> so your mom is saving the whales yeah my mom's a bitch she's an amazing person she sure is well, my dad is- moms are always amazing in this that's been the theme of the last few movies yeah. they just weren't amazing together just a mom fucking living with their son what are you working on over there uh christmas decorations for the dollhouse you made that yeah how? Well, you've been sitting there watching her the whole time. Is that how little attention you're paying to her? And you're trying to bone her. <laughs> Why are you laughing? We're not even finished building it yet. You've already decorated it. You can't help it. All right. So we got uh, NCIS at number six. 661 points. Really not doing well. I mean, you'd think this new season would be catching on, but I don't think it's got the uh, the romance to to the audience that Grey's Anatomy has. Um, Better Call Saul, number seven, 636 points. Then we have uh, Young Sheldon, The Simpsons, Family Guy, Handmaiden's Tale, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, 
Chicago Fire, The Voice, Sunday Night Football, FBI, Blue Blood, 60 Minutes, Big Brother, and South Park, all rounding out the top 20. And we got a few shows that are just about to crack into that top 20. 48 Hours, The Office, Judy Justice. Freebies, Judy Justice uh, is just cracking into the top 20 here. And this is what the TV League is good for because the Nielsen ratings uh, and Flix Patrol alone would never show you that people are watching Judy Justice. You wouldn't have people, if you told someone walking down the street, you know, this Judy Justice show is popping off at the hill. They'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Then you show them the fucking TV League standings. Number 23, bitch, in the world. Uh, above Big Bang Theory, more people are hyping up Judy Justice than the Big Bang Theory and Star Wars Andor. That's how powerful Judy is. Then we got Alcapulco Shore. This is a show I hope really catches fire because I love a Guido Mexican, and that's all that show is. Truly beautiful. Uh, and then we'll go to the new shows. Um, so we had a lot of new entrants over the last few days here. Uh, the Sinner, a Netflix show, 35 points. All of these shows from 160 to 69 are all 35 points. 69. <laughs> the Winchesters and Supernatural. A Supernatural fucking sandwich here. With Planet Frozen as the meat. Uh, and then 164. Let's go to the next window here. Let's switch windows on you. The Holiday Stocking, all new Saturday at 10 on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. In the world of Ninja. In the world of Ninja, what is this, Twitch? Are we gaming? All right, what am I going to? What, what am I going to here? Uh, Warrior Nun, the show, I think that we talked about that two weeks ago. We were making fun of Warrior Nun. We watched the trailer. That actually scored 40 points. Uh, Zootopia Plus uh, scored 43. Um, what else is a newer one here? 1899, 52 points, debuted at one in 141st place. Uh, looks like that's a German show about the beer, the Bermuda Triangle. Um, yeah, and then we just got the rest of the league here. And then we go down to the broadcasters championship we have paramount global extending its lead over everybody else they have 8400 points and then number two is the walt disney company with 7760 points number three is warner brothers discovery with 4597 then we have comcast at 3678 amazon at 2852 netflix at 1834 and then seven through 16 is amazon or amc bbc Lionsgate Entertainment Corporation, which is the Stars Channel, uh, CW, ITV, Channel 4 Television, Channel 4 Television Corporation, all of those 123 points are the Great British Bake Off. A juggernaut of British television. So yeah, them's is the TV League standings. Boy, what do you say we close this out strong with a little motherfucking TV history. There are new COVID-19 booster shots designed for... I, I got a lot of shit lined up here. Got a lot of things to choose from. I am going to do a Sunday show, too, because I talked about this with Bailey uh, and Aponte. We're going to move the regular record to Sunday night because it's better for TV League. 
because that's when the Flix Patrol all ends, and I can just calc to total everything, uh, and then we can just do a clean week. Celebrates them. Shutterfly will even mail them for you. Know what this says? It says you love. So what do we have to choose from here? Okay, let's just go from the top. Top to bottom. Safe flight repair, safe flight replace. Why do so many businesses use stamps.com? They save time by printing discounted stamps. Uh, because there's no post offices anymore? Their computers. Get a four-week trial. Stamps.com is the post office, though, I think. Like, I pretty much think that's a post office situation. Incredibly delicious Somnipure melatonin gummies will help you fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer, and wake up feeling refreshed. Rush to Walmart for Somnipure gummies from Force Factor. Hi, I'm John Fiorentino, inventor of the Moon Pod, a breakthrough in therapeutic relaxation that's changing the way the world sits. I really use my Moon Pod as a therapeutic device. Moon Pods sound like something that deals with a period in some way, shape, or form. I sit in my Moon Pod and just sit ceases to be that time of month for however long I'm in my moon pod. Promise. It really is the most co It's a beanbag chair. I mean you're reselling a beanbag chair. Like, you know. That's stoner shit. Trying to get stoners to pay $50 for a beanbag chair? Lily, breakfast is ready. Did he make her a cock and balls as like what is that? Hey, so Ford's surgery is at noon today and I just want to keep her occupied until we know what well. Oh, That's barely any pancake. Morning. Ooh, this looks good. You made Christmas bells. Uh, there's no. That is a dick and balls. It is so little pancake. I mean, I'd be so upset if I was a little girl and that was my breakfast. Hey, like you might as well serve her a, a stick. So November eighteenth, nineteen ninety-five. Um, I know I'm off. Uh, I was fucking with that graphic. For three days, I didn't have time to catch up. Um, so we had an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger called The Lynching. Um, this episode was hilarious. I actually think we're going to fire this up on the other... On the other screen here. So this episode of Walker, Texas Ranger is called The Lynching. It uh, stars the dude who played the catcher in Major League. And he plays a mentally retarded man. Uh, I do believe I have time codes for this. I sure do. All right. This week's shows. Here we go. I had to download this fucker illegally. So, the dude who plays uh, the catcher in Major League, he plays a simple-minded fella who works hard on some lady's farm, and then she ends up getting killed, and they all think he did it. And like Tex, and like Walker will say, your brother doesn't seem retarded. Why is this taking so long?
Here we go. Starting out as hopeful as any episode of Walker, Texas Ranger could, you know? Look at him, dude. You gotta show he is simple-minded, but he's fucking yoked, bro. Goodness, chopped enough for two winners. I like chopping with Miss Casey. But you're anyways, I do. I know you do, Jonah. But it's gonna be dark soon. Yeah, but it's gonna be dark soon. You know what that means. You know what dark time means? Where the trees look. Real nice. Yeah. George loved this time of day. We used to sit out here and sip a little wine, talk. Well, you ever simp a little wine guy from Major League? Dude, are nice. He's got classic 90s, like, retarded guy haircut. In the 90s, they always gave the mentally challenged guy a goofy haircut. That's good. Well, I better quit now. That's another thing of just the, like, kind of looking around. Like, in the 90s, what would just be considered slightly autistic would, it was fully mentally retarded in the 90s. You know, he's got posters, childlike shit in his room, lives in the barn. He's cracking a soda pop. I was just drinking a Sprite. Look at that. Kanye West coming out of the house. We get full, full Kanye. Your neighbor, dude, my Aunt Jean loved this show. I visited my Aunt Jean and Uncle Dean in Troy, Ohio, and they watched Walker, Texas Ranger every single night I was there. You know what? I don't hate this show. It's stupid and it's silly, but I don't hate it. I mean, if you want to see fucking a white guy do a couple round kicks, this is a show to watch. He does the classic, like, 90s whimpering. <laughs> Mrs. S. No, the town thinks he's a killer. I know who the killer is because I've watched this. But now we're watching it. Look at the blood on the neck. He just strips naked. Gonna go hug a pillow because he's just a simple fella. Got the obvious. This is back when the maid was a Latino. Un undeniable. I just love, too, how, like, you can tell there were no Floyds happening because this episode is called The Lynching. It has nothing to do with black people. They do try and lynch, old boy, but, like, it's not really a lynching if it's it's kind of like how white people can only be racist like you can't lynch a white guy you can hang a white guy but it ain't a lynching the new walker is less stupid and less watchable like they tried to make it more just like a dude in tan overalls fucking whooping ass but like they took the ranger aspect of it because you know a cab but you know 
Some shows need to look at these hoop, fucking hooping and hollering. Situation here. You got fucking Otis from the WWE as the sheriff. Linda Lynch, my prisoner. We need some help here, pronto. We're about 40 miles from Bramer. We'll be there in less than an hour. What's going on? If we don't hurry, a lynching. If we don't hurry, a lynching. It's Texas. There's lynchings happening, bro. So check this out. Chuck Norris sings this intro. In the eyes of a ranger, the unsuspecting stranger had better know the truth of wrong from right. This is a song that sounds like he just got drunk and started fucking rhyming. In the better words of a stranger lies danger. His name is Walker, and he is soccer. Behind you. are this is the lynching this is the namesake lynching fucking walker driving up on his ram 5500 all name brand cars this is back when tv shows was just really an ad they might as well have been playing like a rock by bob seeger I mean, he's six foot six and overpowering him. Like he's. Why would you just let him hang him? My Billy and my Billy. So that's you find out that he. Well, they'll explain it. So he was a party to a death earlier. Do it now. Easy, easy, guys. Be funny if they still just drove. Look at that fat guy trying to chug out after him. Get him inside. Fucking the first set of roundhouses coming coming right now. Alright, that's far enough. Give us Jonah Nelson! What you're gonna get is jail time if you don't disperse. Listen to this. Stomp you good, Ranger. Stomp you good, Ranger. I love that when the punches were the Now back off, all of you. Alright, that's it, that's it. Listen to the Ranger. What? I'll go on home now. Do what the man says. So I'll take our cowboy hats and be bitter men here. Mayor Bramer, attorney at law. You better keep these people in line, Mayor. There was always, there's the cowboy hats and there's the baseball hats, and the baseball hats are the wild cards in this scenario. Since her murderer is a mentally challenged individual who probably didn't realize what the hell he was doing. He hasn't been convicted yet. Of course. A terrible thing here, sir. Very tragic. I tried to move him out of town. That was a mistake. They just swarmed us. So here, What's we're going to go to Walker here? questioning the simpleton. And I could I could see he was holding something, but I couldn't see what it was. He's no dumber than his character in Major League, because he's a dumb guy in Major League, too. And then I go inside. What a good fucking role to have in Hollywood in the 90s. Dumb white guy. I'd take it. I'd take it now. Oh. Especially now. It's a role they're giving now. Why did you run, Jonah? Because I was scared. 
And I wanted to go to Jonah's Island. What's Jonah's Island? It's a place where everyone is happy. I love that. This is the most retarded he gets. So it's just like, that's the, that's how they, cause they don't want to go full, like, hand on the chest. So it's like, I wanted to go to Jonah Island where the sky is made of candy and the sounds are music. Like, he just says weird, like, he's on an acid trip. Where, where the sea is full of fish and, and the sky is full of birds and the lions and bears can talk and everyone is friendly on Jonah's Island. Don't you worry now. Way back soon. Okay. Here, the next one is my favorite line of the whole fucking thing. The afternoon of the murder. Evidently, she went shopping. Well, McKay. So they introduced the brother at some point. They introduce, I think his name is Gary, Gary's brother. And he at first is like an advocate for him. And he's like, I know my brother didn't do this. And he's kind of like in all of these episodes and movies and where there's a mentally retarded person, there's always the brother who like advocates for him. And it's just like, no, nope, not my brother. We were at the feed store when he did this. There's no way he can do this. Uh, and that's what this guy is. And Walker utters, the best sentence ever. It's home. Jonah's 20th birthday. Miss Casey was a kind woman. She really cared. She gave him a job. She let him stay here for free. Watch. This, this is... He's just fucking melted down about how nice his brother is, and this is what Walker has to say. That sort of gave him some independence. And that's why I know he did not do everybody says. Jonah doesn't seem to be retarded to me. Uh, that's what the doctors call it. Jonah doesn't seem to be retarded to me. And that's why I know he did not do everybody says. Jonah doesn't seem to be retarded to me. Uh, that's what the fucking Walker thinks he's gold bricking, dude. The doctors call his condition borderline. No, he did not do everybody says. Jonah doesn't seem to be retarded to me. Uh, that's what the doctors call his condition borderline and he's not normal but he's not quite abnormal either but the thing Just a is weird he guy. is retarded and he knows it he is retarded and he knows it can you imagine that? what that feels like i don't know if retarded people know they're retarded that's why they're so fucking happy they lead joyful lives they fucking shit on themselves and they love it it's great being mentally retarded mm. does he get angry about it Unless, you know, some of them are like the thick, it's physically, you know. Well, not angry. Um, just sort of frustrated and scares more like it. But I know Jonah and he didn't kill Wilma. But he's caught in the middle of it. Everybody just going along with their hate. And Walker just picking turning up the old their back on. Maybe one except you. Then at the end, we find out. Will people blame me now that I never hurt Mrs. Casey? So at the end we find you out- You almost killed an innocent man! Here Mrs. we go. Casey treated you- Yeah! See? I got one too. First thing I did with the money. So the brother did it because he wanted old, old Mrs. Casey's money. 
And it'll blow a hole right through Big Jonas, so you lay yours down. Blow a hole through his head and won't even do nothing because he don't have a brain. Ow. You did it. You killed the only person who was ever kind to you. he is. Why, Uncle Earl? Mrs. Casey treated you real well. She treated me like a hired hand. I didn't want to work for her, and I didn't want her lousy handouts. He didn't have to. It's fucking several fucking Mrs. Casey's in this town that were looking for hired hands. I wanted her money. All of it. All of it. <laughs> Officers, arrest these men. Yes, sir. Hewitt, yes, sir. Jackson, Webb. Come on, come with us. Come with us. Let's go. So that's the episode of Walker. How great was that, huh? What else do we have here that I can take you through? These are commercials inside a stuff. I've got. Um, here, speaking of fucking, let's look at speaking of the World Cup. I'm gonna switch over here. Turn off that music. I apologize. So, uh, we're going to show you clips. This is two minutes of a Everton-Liverpool game from 1995. I just want to see how 80s this looks. Because, especially British people in 1995. Let me make sure I'm switched over on the fucking screen here. All right. This is TV history, November 18th, 1995. Clips from Liverpool-Everton. Chelskis enriched the derby match with his electrifying pace and devastating accuracy. Back when these jerseys were baggy as fuck. Right to the right. Brent Stewart. Killed it. Oh, hit the post. Uh, David James is a lucky, lucky lad. Like, look at them. They all look like fucking car sales insurance men. Car insurance sales. Car sales insurance men. Kaczewskis. Yes. Yes. Kachowskis has scored his first goal for He's got dirt on his bum and he's celebrating. He scored it against Liverpool at the cop end. I should think that's pretty much the way he dreamt it last night. Kachowskis is supposed to provide the crosses for Rideout, but it was the other way around. Um, Ooh, he curved that one. Their task superbly. Terrific centre. And a really well-timed header by Andre Kachowskis. Look at that, can barely fit his name on the back of that fucker. That guy's fighting for the Ukraine right now. Limpa. Like, look at that control. Like, look at him just running through people. Like, in the NFL, you'd just be allowed to take his head off. This is back when Liverpool was dog shit, dude. Liverpool had a terrible run into the 90s through the 2000s. Um, what else do we get here? 
Here, let's switch back over to the TV so I can get a little bit of audio while I look around, but I think that's kind of it. I am going to be back on Sunday, so it's not like we need to do a too long of a show here. But let me see if there's anything spectacular. Hey, I think I got it! A lot of NFL stuff. It's all just kind of NFL games. I'm kind of sick of watching NFL games. Yeah, I think that's it. Let's just channel surf. Let's do one more surf. Kind of say goodbye. And, uh, yeah. See you on Sunday. There'll be updated TV League graphics. I will post, uh, these current crop of graphics, uh, after this episode stops, ceases to be airing. Um, let's close it out with a little sports center while I fucking get the song going here. Brave the desert before you find the oasis. Conquer the mountain to see how far you So yeah, guys, thanks for watching. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday. Make sure all the fucking the audio's good here. Yeah, we'll see you on Sunday. Um, updated TV, like updated TV history. Um, hopefully a funnier Keith. Uh, but yeah, we'll see ya. Goodbye. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>